Hey everybody, welcome back to Explain Like I'm 5, the podcast where we take the questions you always wanted to ask and talk about them in a way that's easy to understand. We are your hosts, I'm Tim. Hey everyone, I'm Kevin. So Kevin, today's episode comes as a result of a listener who left us a five-star review on iTunes with a question about central banks. Totally, it's a really creative way to leave a question. This came from a user named WVAL35, and we are so grateful for your suggestions and your review on iTunes. Yes, so the request was for a brief overview on cryptocurrency versus central bank currency. So why don't we start with this question? What does a central bank even do? A central bank is basically an institution that manages the currency and monetary policy of a country or monetary union and oversees their commercial banking system. So for example, it's the Federal Reserve for the United States or the European Central Bank for the European Union. So central bank, reserve bank, monetary authority all generally mean the same thing then. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Now, in terms of what they actually do, the primary role of central banks is to maintain price stability. And there's also sometimes a second mandate of something like uh, high employment too. By price stability, this usually means that there is a target of a specific level of inflation. You remember we did a ELI 5 episode on inflation before. But basically, it's the increase in the general price level of goods and services in the economy. So the central bank tries to keep that at a target percentage. And for most central banks around the world, this inflation target is around 2%. And how does a central bank actually do this? Well, the central banks, they control the exact quantity of government-created money. And they have the really unique power to create new money and also set interest rates. So basically, by making it more or less attractive to loan money, a central bank can indirectly adjust the inflation rate. Let's say if inflation is too low, then a central bank will lower rates. Or if inflation is too high, they will raise rates to basically make it more expensive for people to borrow. And is it really that straightforward? Well, obviously, this is a massive ELI-5 simplification. And the central bank has other tools to also achieve its goals. But interest rates, yes, that's a big one. So there have been some people who have called for us not to have central banks or not to have the Federal Reserve. What are they saying? Yeah, that's right. There are a few voices that say that. Essentially, some people think that nobody should try to interfere and adjust the uh, rate of inflation. The argument here is that the free market will set that inflation rate that is best for the economy. And some people say the Fed is just messing that up by interfering. Okay, now there is one thing that we've started hearing a little bit about more recently. What is a central bank digital currency, or a CBDC? So that's a very new one uh, that's been coming up recently, this thing called a central bank digital currency, uh, which is actually a form of digital currency issued by a country's central bank. There's a lot of similarities to cryptocurrencies. The one exception is that their value is fixed by the central bank and equivalent to the country's fiat currency. In fact, the, the Bahamas, Nigeria, and a total of 11 countries have digital currencies right now, uh, but many, many more are also considering it. Okay, but these are somewhat similar to cryptocurrencies, but they have some important differences. That's totally right. They're very different, even though they're both, you know, quote-unquote digital. A central bank controls and regulates a CBDC, Whereas cryptocurrencies traditionally are almost always decentralized, meaning they cannot be regulated by a single authority. 
uh, a CBDC can be based on a blockchain, but actually it doesn't even need to be. I got it. So the TLDR is a central bank is regulated and centralized. Cryptocurrencies are unregulated and decentralized. Exactly, exactly. And that's really important. Cryptocurrencies, they have their value dictated by usage and general interest in a marketplace. They are also volatile assets as a result and make them much more speculative and less likely candidates for use in a financial system that requires, well, stability. So why are there some arguments for cryptocurrencies as a replacement then for central banks? So there is one strong argument, although there is also much more complexity that we can cover in a single episode. So if there are some follow-on questions here, we would love and encourage our listeners to write in. We always love it when listeners have suggestions and questions for us. So we'll do our best to accommodate as we have done with WVAL35. So what was the one argument for cryptocurrencies over central banks? It all has to do with limited supply here. Some people just feel like the Federal Reserve acts as if it has like infinite money. And that is not technically correct, but it is kind of also true that it can almost loan out or spend however many dollars it wants. So whenever it lends or buys something, it generally increases the amount of US dollars in the world. And whenever it sells an asset for cash, it decreases the amount of US dollars in the world. You know, when cryptocurrencies were invented, the algorithms for most cryptocurrencies, they actually capped the total number of tokens that could ever be created, leading to this natural scarcity. It does not mean that cryptocurrencies would be better at managing inflation or even be more stable in the long run, but it does impose this constraint that you can't just create new tokens out of thin air. Okay, so final question. How does the Federal Reserve figure out how much money to print or mint each year? Well, just to be clear up front, the Fed puts in the order, but the Fed doesn't produce the coinage or like the, the, you know, the print money. It's actually the US Mint and Bureau of Engraving and Printing uh, are the two entities that do that. But the Fed is the only entity that can place those orders. Uh, anyways, to answer, the Fed estimates the need for new coinage or currency basically the same way a business would estimate the demand for its products. It generates forecasts for this year based on actual figures from previous years. In our modern economy, you know, from a broad monetary perspective, physical currency is basically a small portion of the total money supply. The overwhelming majority of the money supply today exists purely in electronic form. So when the Fed is, you know, people say they're printing money, really what they're doing is they're buying assets, actually usually bonds, uh, but in extreme circumstances and other assets too. They're buying these assets from banks and giving them this electronic currency in exchange. Very interesting. Thanks, Kevin. Did you learn something new? If you did, send us an email or leave us a review as we've had this week. We love hearing from you, especially when you've got suggestions and new questions for us. As always, thank you to the community at r slash explain like I'm five, and we will see you all next week. <laughs>